I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm going to do you a favor. If you've got son, daughter, niece, nephew that loves the game of basketball and they're getting serious about it, they're starting to play youth basketball and you want them to get better at it outside of practice hours, take them to Shoot360. Thank me later. Here's a website, shoot360.com slash Memphis. You go out there, you'll see it is like heaven for the basketball fan. Shooting drills, passing drills, ball handling drills. These are things that are going to help your loved one in your life get better at the game of basketball. Have fun doing it. And the technology that Steph and Clay use, it's right here in Memphis. It's at Shoot360. Go out there and see it today. Uh, Angel Steph and Clay, our man Thad Young's an investor. He's a backer. Uh, he understands how great this technology is and basically that it's the future basketball training. Says he's going to have his kids on this technology now that their plan is good enough for Thaddeus Young and his kids should be good enough for you. And I'm here to tell you you don't need Thaddeus Young money to get a membership. We've got a bunch of great membership options. The best deal, probably the one-year commitment, going to do 12 months, $130 a month. That's nothing for the unlimited access. I used to pay $130 a month for Chris's eight martial arts classes a month. Those classes one hour. So we're talking eight hours over a month. This is unlimited access. Think of how much better your child or niece, nephew will be. It can be a great gift item for a birthday, whatever else. They like basketball. place to get them is to Shoot360. Like we said, it's the future basketball training right here in Memphis. The future is now at Shoot360. Go see them at 85 Market Center Drive in Cairo. Every day at this time, we do the rundown. Let's go. Now, it's the rundown presented by Trippet Insurance. Trippet Insurance at 6462 Stage Road in Bartlett. Depend on your local insurance agent. Trippet Insurance at 901-365-1472. Online at TrippetAgency.com. The Rundown with the biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. Martin Luther King Jr. Day celebration game going down at FedEx Forum tonight. 5 p.m. will be the tip. Uh, You can listen to it right here on 92.9 FM ESPN. Pre-game at 4.30. That game will be on TNT where it always should be. This game should always be front and center for the NBA. One of the things the NBA does right Grizzlies going to be looking for, as we mentioned, their 10th straight win after knocking off Indiana over the weekend. Uh, trying to keep pace with those Denver Nuggets who just keep winning. And I tell you what, the separation between the two of those teams and the rest of the West continues to get a little bit larger, a little bit large, because both teams remain red hot. Like we mentioned, it'll be 10 straight for the Grizzlies if they get the win tonight. Uh, Grizzlies now half game back. Jokic hit a step back three last night, gave them a three-point win over Orlando. So, uh, and, and frankly, if you look at it, that was the Nuggets' 19th home win. They're 19-3. and three. Grizzlies trying to match that record with a win tonight over the Phoenix Suns, who, by the way, will be without Devin Booker again. Um, Devin hasn't played in the first two uh, against the Grizzlies this season. Chris Paul out as well. I believe Johnson, Cam Johnson's out as well, as well as our own campaign. Mempian campaign, he's going to be out. That said, you can't take this Phoenix Suns team lightly. Remember who it was even though that that record would say otherwise or suggest otherwise. Remember, it was Dwayne Washington Jr. and Torrey Craig that were up in here, what, a couple of weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago, beating the Grizzlies, 125-108. So you figure, uh, again, Grizzlies certainly looking to send a message tonight in addition to keeping uh, pace with the Denver Nuggets. Like we said, that season series is split. Uh, yes, Phoenix got the last one. Uh, going back to this weekend, we mentioned the jaw dunk. Uh, which was fantastic over Jalen Smith in the third quarter of that game against Indiana, a game the Grizzlies absolutely controlled or had under control by halftime. Jai had 23-10 and 10 in that one. We mentioned Desmond Bain grew up in Richmond, Indiana, had 25 in that one. Not much to talk about in terms of uh, uh, you know how they got it, 
just that they did, and we're moving on. Um, again, in terms of the Phoenix Suns, I guess they're going to be there at the end of the season. You know, when they get Devin Booker and Chris Paul theoretically back in there, but I'm 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 with John that that it hasn't looked good. Um, you know, at, at times this season, the point that, you know, last year they ran away with the West. Just just hard to tell how much of a factor this Phoenix team could be come playoff time. That said, you get Devin Booker and Chris Paul out there healthy, uh, they can they can hurt you. And, and maybe, John, it's a team that you're looking at as a first-round opponent. Mm-hmm. Like, who knows how far they'll fall until they get Booker back. Like, I know that Cam Payne is close. I know that Cam Johnson is close to returning, but I don't know on Booker with this groin. Uh, it's it's bothered him for a significant part of this season. So we will see uh, what's to come for the Phoenix Suns. But like we mentioned, uh, John Morant, who's averaging 27.4 points, 7.9 assists, and the Memphis Grizzlies back at it uh, for MLK Junior Day tonight against the Phoenix Suns. Next story. Uh, I saw this last night. I was tuning in um, after the uh, Sunday night game, and Lakers and, and 76ers were in a tight one. I said, all right, hey. It's on national television. Not that it matters. I mean, I got league pass. Again, I've explained to you I'm not in full-on NBA mode yet. Okay? You don't have to get there. But I'm going to get there Football's very, very wrapping soon. Up. You're right. No, I'm going to get there very soon. And so I said, you know what? This is a good opportunity for me to just check in and you know see what my Los Angeles Lakers are doing. And uh, they were in a close one. They were in a close one there with, uh, with the Philadelphia 76ers in L.A. So here's a score real quick. 113-112. I think like maybe 15 seconds are on the clock. 76ers miss, uh, giving the Lakers a chance to 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 win the game down one. This is uh, this is what happened. We actually have. To- They're not calling a timeout. Russ, oh, nearly loses it with five, with four. Russ drives. Oh, it's underneath, and the Lakers are gonna lose it, and they never got a shot away. Now that I don't know who that was, but. I don't know if that was a Lakers broadcast, but he sounded damn near it. Like, it was setting up like, and the Lakers are going to win it. But it was like lose. It was like, the Lakers are going to lose this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was awful. Russell Westbrook didn't even try to pass the ball. He did, He was just had his head down. He was determined, hell-bent. He thought he was back in OKC. Um, and the crazier visual is LeBron's on the complete opposite side of the court, and he's just standing there, and he's just watching it happen. And he knows he's not going to get the ball. And for whatever reason, Darvin Ham did not call a timeout. And I know it's NBA basketball, right? This is kind of like what Penny did with Kendrick Davis the other night against UCF. Just like, let him figure it out. But it didn't work in either scenario. Penny called a timeout yesterday, and Kendrick Davis hit the game winner. I feel like you're watching that game unfold and that sequence unfold. If you're Darvin Ham, like Russell almost lost the ball. How do you not? Just okay. Let's just take a breath. Let's like get a better shot. Get a like reset all of this. They didn't. Russ didn't even. I don't even know what you call it. I think he was just trying to get a foul, and and he was never going to get it. Um, and and the Lakers go down. Well, LeBron just walks off. Like he just like walks back to the locker room. He's dejected. His head's down. He's just like man, f this. Like I, I just feel like the next time we hear from him, it's going to be like, I want out. I don't know what his contract situation is. I don't. I don't have it in well, front just, of me. He just re-upped, old yeah. foolish self. Yeah, I feel like he's going to demand a trade. I, I just don't know how this is working for anybody involved. I mean, the the we've gone through this. We've tried. You know, who they had? Was it Mellow? They brought Mellow in. That didn't work. Brought in Russ. It's not working. Anthony Davis can't doesn't can't can't stay on the floor. I mean, wh- where is this going? You know, and I think if you're LeBron, you have to ask yourself like, all right. You know, I got a championship in 2020, but every other year it's been bad. It's been bad. Mm-hmm. Did they make the play in last year? Did they sneak in? Into one of those playing games. I don't think so. I, I I don't even think they made the play in. Maybe they did. Maybe they made. Maybe they they were the nine. They were in that game. But I mean, anyway, that's not. No, 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 they were the eleven. Okay, yeah, they didn't even make the play in last game year. out of the ten spot. So yeah, I, I couldn't recall. Him. Yeah, I mean, who would, would yeah? How can that happen, be possible? How can it be possible that LeBron James has is a consistent? I don't know where they are in the standings today. I think they're kind of in the conversation now, but the the idea that more times than not you're talking about playing. They're a game and a half behind Phoenix, who is now in the eleventh yeah, spot. Yeah, I mean they're, so they're within striking distance of the playing, but like that's not where this was supposed to be, man. 
And so if you're LeBron, like, yeah, I know you want to uh, break the record and all that, and you want to uh, play with your son, but do you really want it to be here? Like, do you want it to? I don't know. I just feel like if 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 I'm him, like I've seen this, I've seen enough. I've but seen. but he's the one who authored this. He's the he one did. who put this team together. That's been my my whole thing has been, Jeannie, You need to divorce yourself. Yes. From giving him the it's made bet. Yes, it's led you to the one title. But for the Lakers, one title is not. No. For Memphis, that would be no. enough. For the Lakers, it's about competing Absolutely with the Celtics. Right. Celtics seventeen, eighteen titles. Yep. That's it's about that race. And so at some point, you have to think about your future. They've run this thing into the ground. They've they've basically trade away all their assets, mm-hmm. and you're stuck with this group that LeBron's put together that, yeah, was good enough to get you one in the bubble, but ain't good enough for anything else. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I don't feel sorry for him at all. This team was put together by his agency and himself. Uh, you made this bed, and it was always going to go this way. That's why I didn't, and, then, and then you locked back in with the contract extension rather than giving yourself that flexibility. So it's a hot mess. He's the one married himself to AD. He's the one picked Westbrook You know that, that, this way. So you're you're getting you know you're 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 getting what you what was always due when you brought this kind of team in you know his kind of roster building John's old go get the old former star vet and come in here we'll form a tree that doesn't work in the league anymore we're we're seeing it I mean even even in the net situation look how well they finally started playing and what happened Katie gets hurt and have they won a game since I mean it hasn't it hadn't been nearly what it has and that that's the point is we're going away from that man these young nuclears are coming up and LeBron's old way ain't gonna work anymore so right now yeah. Best thing he's got going for him this season is breaking the score in title. Yeah, I mean, don't feel the least bit sorry for him. David Aldridge has written about it today. I mean, he still says it's a long shot, but I mean, he's writing about deals that could happen in the off season for LeBron James. You know, I mean, there's there's a reason why this is happening. A week ago, you know, there was a piece about um, LeBron's patience and the front office's handling of the roster. He said, "Y'all know what the bleep should be happening. I don't need to talk." Then he came out on Twitter and said, "My job isn't the roster." So. I mean, this is <clears throat> this is boiling over, and you know if they can't Dude, figure it's it out. It is roster. And Anthony like, Davis comes back, and 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 it doesn't improve dramatically. Like I just I, I know you're on the hook for another year, but I'm just like what you know, what what is it? It's like it's like what to me it's a little bit like if Memphis had lost a game to Temple yesterday. It's like what where is this thing headed? You know what is this going to be? Well, we kind of know what the Lakers, you know, era with LeBron is and and where it's headed. You know they're in salary cap hell. They don't have any like young prospects to speak of, um, and they're not competing for a title. They're not even close. So I don't know. If I, I mean, I'm with you. Like if I'm the ownership, I'm like going to LeBron. Like, hey, you know what? What? Can, what do we want to do? Like realistically, I mean, we're just gonna toil in the play-in. I mean, we're just gonna do this, and Anthony Davis is gonna come back for ten games, get hurt again. You know, well, they mortgaged their future for this. They did, and for the Lakers, it needed to. But I think needed the, I, to get more. I think like ninety-eight point nine percent of precincts your, are reporting on what's this. What's your, your you love saying ROI? They need they needed more because oh, you yeah. get one title based yeah. on where you're about to be. Yes, uh, I just think not like going to be worth. It. I think this is a, a a case where you handle it like professionals. You know, they couldn't even sign like weren't they priced out like Malik Monk? You yeah, know, no, it's they, bad if you can't even bring back Malik Monk. Yeah. And obviously, I don't think you're going to do anything until the season is over. But Caruso walked a couple years ago. You know those, those little those little in between parts that helped them, especially defensively. Caruso, that stuff's gone now. They're just trying to do it on three stars who's are uh, all on aging legs and you know can't all give you full seasons. Yeah, um, David. I'll just so you know, he did eliminate the Grizz. He did say they're not going to be involved in the trade. Because they're not gonna, they're not gonna be inclined to include Jaron or he says even Dylan Brooks. That's a that's a new day in the city of Memphis when when the Grizzlies wouldn't even put Dylan Brooks. That's ridiculous. That's dumb. Yes, you we would throw Dylan Brooks. That's what David Aldridge said. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I understand I, on Jaron and I everything think he, else. Do you, you think he means Desmond Dil- Bain? He must mean Desmond Bain. Dylan Brooks is in a contract here. What are we talking about here? It's a possibility you do him for the trade deadline. I don't think you give up Dylan Brooks. Although we don't feel for for LeBron James. Yeah, David lost his mind. Dylan's just too valuable at this point. So he, nah, he meant he must have meant. So he, back. so he's got six teams that would actually do the deal for well, LeBron. Let, let's hear him. I kind of, I kind of want to quiz you. I kind of want to quiz you, but I'm not gonna put you on. I'm not gonna put you under the gun like that. All right, ready? Yeah. He says the Atlanta Hawks. That that ain't going anywhere. The Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> Nets is interesting. What would they have left to trade? But they don't have anything to give them. Exactly yes. right. Um, you're gonna love this one, LeBron James to the Bulls. Hmm. 
to for DeMar DeRozan, the whole team, Caruso and Pat Williams. But how does why would, why would the Lakers do that? What kind of return is that? Alex Caruso back? They had to get some picks or something in there for to make that. Because you would need a future. If you're training LeBron. Here's one that's kind of interesting. I don't I don't know if it would happen. Pelicans. Oh Lord, don't let that happen. Now they actually could give back Brandon Ingram. Dude, they got assets out the frame. And and then get that first round pick back. Mm-hmm. So I mean that's probably the best package so far. Uh, Philadelphia, LeBron to Philly for Tyrese Maxey, Tobias Harris, Thibel, and the highest of the Sixers' 2023 second rounders. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, what you have to, what you have LeBron to, and, and Embiid. I know you don't like it because Maxie'd be out of there. What you have to remind, on to that remember kid. yourself though, and what you have to remind yourself is you're never going to get a commensurate package for a superstar. Sure, you're never going to get. There's never going to be a trade in the history of any superstar where you're like, that's a fair deal for both sides. Yeah, no, it but just, I have to see some future. I have to see a path to the future, whether it's this picks is a great this or, is a, or a young player or this something. Is great. I mean, that's going to be sticking around yeah. for LeBron James. And then so. the and then the final one is uh, Phoenix. Uh, LeBron and Thomas Bryant for DeAndre Ayton, Landry Shamit, and they Jay Crowder. They didn't have to give up Bridges. Gross, man. Ugh. That's gross. I wouldn't like that as just as a Grizz fan. I think that would make that make Phoenix better. They didn't have to give up Bridges, and they kept Booker. And who who's the who's the package again? Ayton. Ayton, yeah. I mean, that's just a tough sell, man. I mean, I, like to me, the best package of the ones that he's outlining. Is the Philly package because you get like a, a really 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 good young player in Maxi, you get some, a pick. Tobias Harris is serviceable, you know. I mean, or maybe the Pelicans. Maybe the Pelicans when is with Brandon Ingram, who is when he's healthy, he's a pretty damn good player. That's what the Lakers need to do, right? They need to have some sort of a bright light in that deal, and that would be yeah. one. And this, again, this is not going to happen no. until the end of the season. They're going to see where this goes, and then. Mm. And then it, I mean, LeBron would have to go to him. LeBron, yeah. would, it would have to be initiated by LeBron. He would have to say, "I want the hell out of here. Get me out of here." And that's the only way it would happen. Here's a question for you: Does he put Philly totally over the top then in the East? And the answer is probably yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, and that gets that done. You know, especially him, I mean, James, and Embiid. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty nasty. That but is don't nasty. forget, don't forget, DeAnthony Melton. Oh, that's oh, right. Good point. That's yes. probably what puts him over. Yeah, that's it's the Melton factor, no question. Yeah, Melton, I mean, yeah, regular season Melton. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, I think it, I think mean, a damn thing in the playoffs. <laughs> who would who would I who would I pick over them? I mean, mm. nobody. I couldn't pick. I, I wouldn't pick anybody over. Bucks are down. I mean, the Celtics would. I mean, it'd be them. The Celtics. That's who it would be in a, in, a, in an Eastern Conference Finals, most likely. So, yeah, I still think LeBron's pretty good. You don't think Doc would mess it up? No, you hate him. No, he would. They'd lose in the finals. <laughs> they would. After having a, a 2-0 lead. Yeah. Now, you know Doc good to mess something up now. But, hey, uh, get off, Doc. But, uh, yeah. Careful, no, man. No, it's uh, – oh, also, P.J. Tucker. We didn't even mention him. We didn't even mention P.J. Can you imagine this team, uh, LeBron, you, P.J. Tucker? You stop mentioning him because he ain't the difference anymore that you love telling us all that he is the championship difference. Well, look, the 76ers are fourth in the East, sir. I mean, they're not terrible. They're only four and a half back of first. It's possible. Mm-hmm. Unlikely, but possible. We just need uh, we need one more scandal inside the uh, Celtics organization to really get over the top. If we get one more scandal, I think we could take that lead. Well, yeah, and you know LeBron, he likes the deck stacked. He'd tell himself yeah. that that's what he needs in Philly. You know, those two guys, Harden and Embiid, and he'd be, you know, what he wanted with Davis and Westbrook. He, he, he would have there. He compared himself to Brady. He said, me and Brady are the same. We want. We are out here for championships, and he it's, and Brady's. They don't make. I mean, early in his career, it wasn't like this, uh-huh. but now it is. Like Brady's only going to go to a team that has like a you know ridiculous offense. Well, that's why I go back to it. But LeBron's wasting himself. Yeah, he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could make the argument that, that no, the Bucks are. I mean, the Bucks have a chance to look win around a Brady and say okay, but LeBron's wasting him. Say he put this roster. Together. LeBron has not been a serious contender for a championship in three years. I mean, this is the. the, the, the I don't think there was a point in his career. Before now, where we were saying three years go by and LeBron was not a factor in the championship discussion because it was the one bad year before bubble year, just yes. just one, and he like basically like put himself on ice, like he just he just mm-hmm. he he shut himself down for like the last twenty thirty games of the season. Um, now it's 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 unprecedented territory for him, and I'm just saying when I watch a game like last night, when I watch how it happened, and I watch his body language. Like this does they the Lakers and LeBron James do not feel long for each other, 
I mean, they just don't. And then plus they're not winning, so it's pretty obvious. So anyway, yeah, the 76ers get it done last night on the road against the Lakers, and LeBron James just said, I'm out. Next story. Crazy story out of Alabama. Uh, Darius Miles, University of Alabama basketball player Darius Miles, has been actually played against the Tigers uh, earlier this season in that win over the Tigers at home. Had seven points, a few rebounds. Was arrested and charged with murder in connection with a shooting near the campus uh, yesterday, which left a 23-year-old woman dead uh, in Tuscaloosa. Um, we are made. We were made aware of the recent charges against student athlete Darius Miles. He is no longer a member of the Alabama men's basketball team. Uh, the University of Alabama athletics department said in a statement on Sunday, a 20-year-old has also been charged in the shooting. Both of them are charged with capital murder and are being held without bond. There's actually video ring. Uh, ring doorbell video of the actual scene right before it happens. A couple of students looks like are walking through the parking lot. Then all of a sudden from another spot in the parking lot, you hear gunshots ring out. They go, uh, they go running off, of course. Uh, oh, my God, you hear people screaming. And then a car slowly pulls off, and apparently uh, Miles and Davis were, were in that car. Now, one of them got shot. We And from everything we've read, we don't know which one yet, but – to go from you were a part of the basketball team, uh, literally this season, a very good Alabama team that's vying for a number one seed to now charged with capital murder, just going from zero to 100. Uh, could not believe my eyes. And then they, you showed, they showed the video of him, them walking him out of the, uh, I don't know whether that was the dorm uh, rooms or the athletic facility. He was telling folks before he went into the jail, you know, I love you, that kind of thing. Um, uh, again, this is all allegedly... Um, you know, innocent until proven guilty, but it seems to me like they've got them pretty dead to rights in terms of who they thought was in that car. And a young lady, uh, in this case, wasn't even a, from what I've read, I don't believe was even a student at Alabama. Just uh, they had gotten into it earlier with someone else in that car, and this young lady, looks like innocent bystander, ends up getting shot and killed that night. So, again, Alabama basketball player Darius Miles. I don't know. He looked like he'd been bench guy for most of the season. I only looked a little bit just to see see if yeah. he played that Memphis game. Uh, but in this case now, uh, charged with capital murder. So just the kind of story you 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 hate to see. Did you see, too, SEC saw that Georgia kid was in a, a car yeah, accident man, with the – was it the assistant coach? It was like a – Or, or, or like recruiting, a, recruiting you know, a staff member. Yeah, 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 yeah. man. Just a, a ton of bad news, too, uh, out of these things. But, yes, this, this Darius Miles story, just shocking to see. And, again – a video right from right there on campus, man. Mm-hmm. Right there on campus, guys got, you know, guys got guns in the car. Mm. Next story. Uh, this is a potentially huge thing <clears throat> that is happening uh, tonight in this Cowboys Bucks game. Ryan Jensen is back for the Buccaneers. Good at center. Now, why does this? It's it's just one position. It's just one uh, part of the part of the you know piece of the pie here. But I, I looked this up today because I was curious. What is Tom Brady's record with Ryan Jensen. Because right now we know he hasn't had him for the whole season. They're sub-500, um, and uh, and they've had backups in there all year long. Tom Brady is 24-9 and with Ryan Jensen in his career. I mean, that's a hell of a mark. Yeah. And it's an important position, and especially because if you, if you think about how you beat Tom Brady, think about how you get to Tom Brady, it's not from the edge usually. It's right down the middle. The center position. And, you know, Jensen, who tore multiple ligaments in his knee at the beginning of training camp, this is going to be his first action all season long. He is known, Jason, as the enforcer. The enforcer is back for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, and they've been going with a, you know, a second-year guy, Robert Hainsey, who was a, he was a right tackle in college. He thought he was going to be competing for the left guard spot. He's been thrust in the center, and he's been serviceable, but – like Tom Brady has, you know, they've teams have been able to get to Tom Brady this season. So, look, I know I felt really good about the Cowboys early in the week. I do think this absolutely enhances the Bucks' chance to win because they're healthier. Yeah, how you feel now? We Not know. as confident. Not as confident. Like I, I could put in Robert Hainsey. What's what's his record with Robert Hainsey? Sixteen and ten. You know, there is a difference there. Twenty four and nine versus sixteen and ten. There is a difference. Um, you know, on the field. So I just, you know, I think it's a, a very underrated part of the matchup. 
Dallas's pass rush has not been as good as it was to start the season. And, you know, we know how this goes. We know how this movie goes. If Tom Brady stands upright and he is not worried, because, look, last night, perfect example, the Baltimore Ravens made Joe Burrow very uncomfortable. He was not his best self last night because he got sacked four or five times. You know, that's the same you, with every quarterback. If you, know, you get to him, it, it matters. He's been below 225 against Baltimore all three games this year. They they match up very well with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, look, I don't know what Dallas is going to do in terms of pass rush, but if they if they don't get to him and they let him sit back there, he's going to just slice him up. That's what's going to happen. He's going to slice him up, and uh, and they're going to be moving on in the playoffs. I mean, it's all about – that's to me, that is – what it ain't about Dak. It ain't about anything else. It's about can the Cowboys generate a pass rush – and get to Tom Brady and force him to make some quick decisions, you know, maybe a mistake here or there. He pushes a little bit. Trayvon Diggs comes up with a pick or two. That's that's how this game is won or lost tonight, Jason. And I feel a little bit worse about it than I did last Monday because they now are getting they are getting healthier. Well, I would tell you welcome to the right side. Although this weekend I thought I had some other things figured out and it went completely differently than the way I expected. Yeah. And so, you know, I don't know, man. Tom Brady's never lost to Dallas. Dallas terrible in the playoffs on the road. Not good on grass. Dak's throwing picks everywhere. Everything tells me. Jason, you've been right from the jump. Tampa's got it. This weekend called you, it called your own This weekend, it it changed everything, man, in terms of, man, you just never know. what What was so hard to figure out this weekend? Bills, number one, you go up. Yep. And you let that one come back. Yep. Uh, we were right on Jags. It was just the way it happened. Yeah, no, that was crazy. And then I, I guess I, I would have told you I didn't see the Giants doing what they did. Yeah. I, th- I figured Minnesota at least get through the first mm-hmm. the first round, the the wild card round. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that the the Ravens should have won that game. Mm-hmm. They had it. Mm-hmm. Run the ball. You know, there, there's no guarantee – Burrow's coming back in that one, so so you tell me. I mean, no, it didn't. Yeah. Miami was not supposed to be competitive. We saw uh, we saw a lot of things that weren't supposed to happen this weekend. It's the <laughs> third largest comeback in NFL history. What are we talking about here? Yeah, and it felt like the biggest to me. It felt like the biggest to me. No, it, you're right. I mean, look, it, it's 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 tough. It's tough to figure out week to week, and you know we're we're sort of victims of what we just saw. So I think everybody's going to say next week, Bengals cover easily. They're four point dogs. But I would tell you, there's a reason that they're four point dogs. They just lost their their left tackle, Jonah Williams, has a dislocated kneecap. So now they're on, they're onto their backup uh, left tackle, guards. They got some problems. And did you see? I guess the two are expected: Bills to cover and Cincy to cover. Those are the main two. Yeah, yeah. Forty ers are just ridiculous. I, I I don't I don't think anybody's beating them in the NFC. I don't. Philly can beat them. I would not bet them. I would not bet Philly against them. Because I, I, is, is it going to be in Philly? Yeah, of course it is. Philly's the one. 49ers are going to be getting points. Like That's Brock Purdy, though, bro. At some point, he's going to got to start looking like Brock Purdy. Or he's going to make a mistake. Do a, you know what? what, what I hear and, you. And it was ugly in the first half there. For I a hear bit, you, but, but, man, it's just like. He ended up throwing for over 300-something yards. At, at some point, it's like. Freaking Mr. Irrelevant. Like, at some point, maybe the guy's just Joe Montana. Nah, he's not. That's Joe Burrow. Okay. he's not. Purdy is not that. But what it does do is say, well, forget going and getting a Tom Brady or an Aaron Rodgers or anything to. else. We don't need to. We can win with Brock to. Purdy right now, no, and we'll see on Trey Lance. Hell, maybe Brock Purdy's our guy. It's set up. To, but they don't have to go get any of these veteran quarterbacks at all. Forget all the, that one year stuff. All the quarterback has to do is just make a read in that, just, in that offense. It's how good Shanahan is. Yeah, because you have, okay, your, the, your backfield is Christian McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell. Unbelievable. Your perimeter is Debo Samuel. And Brandon Ayuk, which is just and Jawan Jennings as your number three, and then oh by the way, if you scheme all those guys out, you take every single one of those guys out. There's a monster in the middle by the name of George Kittle. Mm-hmm. I mean, how do you how do you defend the 49ers? Well, you know, Mike comes from that. Even though Mike McDaniel yes. throws at the end, he comes from that. He does. You're playing in that game with Skyler or Thompson. No, it's crazy. Like not not much different. And you're right there with the Bills yeah. in terms of your. You'd at least game planned up enough yeah. after Josh give, lets you back in. Yeah. You know, enough to be in that game and, and to win. But so, you know, that system, everything else what, you know, that comes from uh, McDaniel went to Yale. He's a smart dude. Them, yeah, them nerds will freeze up, though. They'll freeze up, though, at clutch time, perhaps. And, yeah. and, and, and he did a little bit of that yesterday. I think, 
I think the the likelihood is in terms of the way that this goes. I think the Jags play Chiefs really tight, but Chiefs pull away, probably win by a late field goal or something like that. Because um, I just I don't believe in the Chiefs defense. I think the Chiefs defense is really exploitable. I mean, don't forget what happened on the last week of the regular season with the Raiders. That was like that doesn't even count. I mean, it's Jarrett Stidham, and it's I mean it's the last game of the season. It means nothing for the Raiders, so that doesn't even count. Mm-hmm. So I think the Jazz can be scored on, but I think I do think they're they're just better in the end than Jacksonville. I think the Bills win, which is going to set up an epic rematch. Chiefs Bills. We deserve an AFC championship game between the Chiefs and Bills. All respect to the Bengals, you know, but this is the Bills' time and the Chiefs' time. So I feel we're going to get that. And then, yeah, uh, it can be 49ers-Eagles, right, in the NFC championship game. That's what it's going to be. It's going to be two absolutely epic, epic title games. The, the one versus two in both of those. Any reason why it wouldn't be? Mm. I mean, could the Bengals spoil it? I Maybe, but I just I just think that offensive line is a problem. Counting out Joe. Yeah. But Joe is not Joe when he can't get – you know, set, and he's worried about getting sacked. It's different. Like, it's just a different – I mean, it's like for anybody. You know what I'm saying? But I, like I told you, that was normal Joe against the Ravens this season. And he's honestly, just not all prolific of last against season. them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's true. It's true. But I just feel like – the Bills are better. The Bills – I feel like the Bills are not going to lose that game. I, I don't think they're going to let well, themselves because the charges to Josh, just, dude, take care of the football, and we should take care That's of it. business. And That's it. Think yeah. about how much differently they're we'd be talking about that game if those turnovers didn't happen. Correct. They did, so whatever, but – yeah, I, I think that's what we're headed for, and uh, sets up a potentially really epic uh, and a very epic Super Bowl. But there is one more game. There is one more game of Wild Card Weekend. Right. It is Bucks Cowboys, and uh, I think I think if I was going to make a play on this game, sounds like you've come other than this the spread, way and I might have gone the other way. Other than the spread is, I would definitely play the under. I think this is a max pressure spot for both coaches. I think Todd Bowles knows that if he loses this game in the wild card, like he's probably gonna lose Tom Brady, you know, even if he might already be. And who knows where his job, what his job status is? I mean, I don't think ownership has to be that impressed with his the job he's done. And then Mike McCarthy, same thing. Even though they're twelve and five, they had a winning record last year. You're not you're not making the most of this roster if you're not winning in the first round of the playoffs. So I think both coaches are gonna be feeling really, really really max pressure. I mean, you have to give bowl some time post-Tom. What, you just going to fire another black coach? You're not going to fire Blame him, this but I'm just saying, him? like, I just feel like he's going to feel pressure. Like, I feel like there's going to be just a lot of uh, pressure on both coaches in this game. And so I think there's going to be I feel like conservative there's more on McCarthy calling. and Dak, though. Very conservative play calling. A lot of runs. A lot of runs early on. And then... How's your man uh, Fournette's health? He's fine. But he can't play run. Off, Lenny. He can't run for no more than three yards now. I mean, and they, him and Zeke are, like, staring at each other, like the same player, three yards in the cloud of dust right now. Maybe Tony Pollard breaks one. But I just feel like this is a, I feel like it was a low-scoring game the first time. I know Dak got hurt. 19-3 or something. But, but yeah, Tim Bailey had 19. Six, yeah, I think that was. So I, I, I think this has the look of, like, 20-17, to 17, bro. I'm taking the under. And no under has hit yet in the playoffs. Overs are 5-0. and oh. Uh, in the in the in the first round of the playoffs, so it's just you know the math would suggest we are due for an under, and I think this one has under written all over it. Next story. Uh, one more thing. Stephen A. Smith is having a good time today. He's got his Dallas Cowboys hat on. He's trolling them before the game. He's pretty sh- dead sure uh, that they're going to do what they always do, which is uh, blow up uh, come playoff time, uh, let everybody down. But did not know this about Stephen A. Smith. He's got his book out coming out tomorrow. It's his memoir. It's called Straight Shooter. Um, yeah, and is, is is coming out tomorrow. I saw an interview he had with uh, Greenberg this morning. He seems a little bit nervous about it, about how it will be, you know, uh, accepted, uh, acclaim, whatever. But but I, I bring I don't bring it up to say, hey, Stephen A's bringing up a book. Let's bring it up because I didn't know this about him. Thought thought it, Stephen A apparently overcame dyslexia. Do you know that? I, I asked you before we came on air, and you didn't know that. I did not know that. It's no, a, I had no idea. I don't think that gives him an excuse to to you know be rude, as rude as he is to the Cowboys fans. I just I don't feel like that gets you off. You know, I don't think it's an excuse to be rude. I, I, I it changes his story a little bit, does it not? Yeah. In I mean, terms dyslexia of dyslexia, is when you read words backwards, right? Yeah. You have uh, can that can be part of it? I believe. I mean, I, I never had it, so I don't know. I'm not a doctor, but that can be issues. I remember Theo and um, Brad's. You know, favorite sitcom son, Theo, 
Uh, Malcolm Jamal Warner mm-hmm. had dyslexia, I believe, in one of the, the Cosby Show episodes. Yeah. No, you hate Cosby Show references on here. Well, yeah. But I'm going to keep bringing it up because Brad and I grew up with it. No, here's the excerpt from the book. From the time I was six, I thought I was stupid. Although I talked well and a lot, imagine that, and articulated my thoughts fluidly enough that some folks swore one day I'd become a lawyer or public speaker. It was all a facade. I couldn't comprehend what I was reading, a deficit that my oratory skills only served to hide. It got worse each year, stunning my ability and willingness to grow intellectually before long. I was in the second grade, but reading at a first grade level. Then I was in the third grade, still at a first grade reading level. How about that? Yeah, how about that? A man who would go on and in, in, in words literally be the, the, the center of his career. Like, that's what he deals in, whether he's whether he was talking or writing them back when he was covering the 76ers in Philly. Uh, that, you know, to, to overcome this, uh, very admirable, I would say. Very inspirational, I would say. And again, maybe it's just me that I didn't know this part of his story. I know for, you know, it certainly didn't have anything to do with my, my newspaper career. But at one point, dude, I, I, I couldn't stand getting in, in front of it, folks and talking. It, I literally hyperventilated. I told this story before in my speech class. So the last thing I ever saw myself doing was hosting a radio show or uh, something like that. I mean, yeah, I can write words, but actually getting them out, mm-hmm. that could be a whole other thing. That, that, seemed, that pales in comparison. That's just getting a little nervous. Having dyslexia, like a learning disorder, and overcoming it to get to the point, that's, uh, that's pretty inspirational, pretty, uh, pretty, pretty yeah. admirable, I would say. Yeah. Stephen A. Sparks. So I learned something new about Stephen A. Smith. Well, everybody has a story, don't and they? And apparently, I bet there's a lot more in that book yeah. uh, that we didn't know have about. Have you already pre-ordered it on Amazon? I have not. Okay, well, you probably should do that. I think it'd be good for you. I might now. Yeah, I mean, everybody has a story, right? You made me interested in the book, actually. Yeah. Yes. Jason because, was... like, I didn't know that was part of the story. Yes. I think that's why I've, it was kind of a, okay, well, now you, oh, yeah. Stephen A. had to overcome something to get to the... To the spot that he was at. Pretty no, tough. Stephen A. Apparently had a very demanding father as well. Mm. Stephen he was A. was always trying you know, to earn his respect. He 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 came while. about it the you know I mean who who am I to say the right way? But I mean he he moved up you know like he started well, the old school ways. Yeah, like he started yeah. he started a newspaper covering like you know high school sports or something mm-hmm. like that, and then just you know from there was aggressive and and just sort of worked his way up the the ladder there. Um, yeah, he also played college basketball somewhere I think right. Mm-hmm. Is, is that true? I think that is true. Yeah, I think he played college. Not back. high level. It was like D two or something like yeah. that, wasn't it? For real? Maybe it was high school basketball. Maybe it stopped at high. But I, I know he played basketball somewhere, man. He's a tall dude. We we had him in here. He's like a he's like a decently tall guy, if I remember correctly. But did he play at Winston Salem? Yeah, he, he did. Yeah, Winston. Point Salem. guard, shooting guard. Look at you with more Stephen A. Nuggets. Yep. Yeah. Nobody ever. No. People only talk about um, Skip's stat line, but. I don't think uh, I don't think Stephen A. was great at Winston Winston Salem, which is I guess it's he went to he played college basketball, so you know he averaged one point five a game in his last college season. So then did you? I guess you played technically. Yeah, you played. So, but you, isn't it kind of debatable? No, nah, you only he, averaged he, one. He, yeah, you were in the practices and stuff. Right. You you put in mm-hmm. the time. Yeah. You get the credit. You get the credit for the time you put in. But it's like, but you can't. Ch- I wonder what year when like, he knew that he wasn't like going to go to the next. To level, me, like it was you, over. if that's your stat line, and then I better find something else. You can't bark too loudly about it. Yeah, like we acknowledge it, we respect it. I don't think he does. Does he? Does no, he no, 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 no. He does. He probably, does. Probably but do. I'm just saying, like, like Stephen A. could never drop the "I played you didn't" line, mm-hmm. right? Because he really didn't. Oh heck no! That's why he doesn't do it. To your point, like Skip does it. Skip does it. And he didn't even play. You know, when he talks about Brady versus Shane Sharp, and he's like, I think you're jealous because he was better than you, like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That's 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 not valid. That's not valid. That's why Stephen A or excuse me, Skip Bayless caught some flack for that. Because like, bro, you can't really even you can't really weigh in on on that because you didn't do it. So it's like, how, how who are you to tell me who was better than me and you didn't even play the game? You know, especially like when you're sitting across it's two different positions. And Shannon Sharp's a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. What are we talking about here? That was like, that's what I talk about crossing the line. Anyway, is there a mention of Skip Bayless in there? I imagine there's going to be. That'd be a quite a, you know. Right. You'd be ignoring a pretty significant part of your career if you didn't. Mm-hmm. Well, good stuff. What's it called? Um, Straight Shooter. Okay. 
Did that, you, that part makes sense. Did you get the... Uh, uh, to be released tomorrow, a memoir of second chances and first takes. Did you get the... Man overcame dyslexia. Did you get the Prince Harry biography? No. It's called Spare. Because you, you, have, you have the heir and you have the spare. He's the spare. That's, you don't, you don't, you're not interested in that book? No, you. I, I thought you were a big fan of uh, English royalty, or uh, am I mis- Am I confusing the? No, we watched. Uh, my wife had me, made me watch the uh, the Crown. Mm-hmm. But was I a fan? Come on. Mm-hmm. Don't, 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 doesn't he live in like America? Uh, Prince Harry. Yeah, he's married to Meghan Markle, mm-hmm. and they like they like just they 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 it's said Canada, right? Are they in Canada? Okay. Oh, there's a Canada. North yeah. America. Yes. So they just said we're just done with the we're done with the whole thing. We're well, done with what, the whole. It's what the fu- it's what they've said about her, right? Really, that's that's caused so much tension. They've really been going in on her. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Though. At least according to them. Yeah. Like it's like one of the like part of me is like okay, you were born into the best possible situation on the planet. You know, not really. He has no power. But he's still in the family, though. He's still. But I'm saying once I don't, you say in spare too, but California, now, you're right. Oh, he does live in California, okay. but but. Now, older brother, because he's had a son, mm. the son has more power than he does. Okay, but see what I'm saying? Yeah, his no, no, nep- you're right. He's never going to be the king. So that's like the but, worst spot to be in. But I, I mean, even though they're your royalty, your royalty. But I'm, but you will never get that look that you truly want as ro- as royalty. Okay, you want to like, be the the man. Okay, it doesn't he's matter. He's never going to be that. I'm still, bro. I'm I'm Prince Harry. Who are you? Who are you? You are nothing. He's you the are a nobody. One. You are a peon to me. I am royalty. But he left that all behind. I think that's crazy. I think that's insane. Well, he gave it up for her. It ain't no cat on the world that's worth that, bro. All right? I mean, let's just be, let's be called what it is. Royalty. Dude, he's in love with her. I cannot believe you just said what you did. But you, he, you, you, you just threw out love. You're talking about lust. Well, that's part of it. All right? That's part of it. I'm just saying... Bro, it's gonna take you have to pry me away from royalty because I'm stunting on it. I'm 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 gonna be like Billy Richmond out in the kingdom. My shoes gold, my hat gold, my wrist gold. You know exactly what I'm talking about. But you don't get that. You get silver because you ain't the king. Disagree. You second. No, bro, that is not true. There is nothing that that man wanted that he couldn't have. You still the other guy when you're born into that. Not being the main man has got a that's significant. But what? But what's worse? Being the other guy or being the guy that left that, to me, it's like, what are you doing, man? Like, you left the the the, the single greatest he's leaving his He's living his own life. But could you not live your own life in that situation before? Again, I'm not very familiar with what the uh, obligations of being a prince are. I don't know if he has, like, a daily schedule that he has to take, you know, adhere to. That man just like, that's like a movie. It's like, that's like one of those movies in the 90s where, you know, somebody's like, I don't want to be uh, in a rich family anymore. I'm going to go out on my own and I'm going to, you know, live in an RV. It's like, well, I don't understand it. I don't get it. So you would have just stayed with your rich family, yes. second or third in command. Yes. And keep having to make you tea. Bro, and, yes. That is, there is nothing I want more in this life than to be served. Like, serve me. Get me a cup of tea for damn sure. Yes. No, at some point you lose you. You never become you in that. Maybe I'm You're just the family. You're just royalty. You didn't get anything on your own. Well, it's funny. You didn't even go out and love on your own. But the, the, isn't it crazy the hell you talk that, about? That, that Prince Harry looks at us and he's like, I wanna I wanna be like them. Not like us, but you know, he wants to live a life where he's free, he doesn't have to like report to Well, I think he wants both. And we look at his life, we're like, damn. Wish we could have. I mean, I do. I'm like, yo, I, I would love nothing better in this world than to be a prince, like of whatever country. You know, you. I don't even care. I just like, you know, even as like a like a third world country, I'd like to be a prince of. Scott Disick over here. I'm just. What's wrong with that? Like you telling me you don't want to be royalty? Like even the even the lowest person on the totem pole in royalty is like still living a high life. Not Harry. I would say Harry can have that. I'm t- clearly there's. He's missing something. Well, doesn't he like? There was like. A, he's not happy. He's not at peace. Well, that's yeah. Clearly, that's true. That's true. Anyway, I, I don't know. Maybe he explains this in the book. I haven't read it. You need to watch the Crown. You're so fascinated by these people who want to be a prince. You don't want to be a prince, dude. We're blessed here in America. But I know. But like, you don't like. I just don't feel like. I don't feel like we don't even know how good it could be. You know, like I. I, I don't know. 
Grass always greener, bro. You think that looks good, but once you're in there and you're hairy and you got no power and little kid telling you what to do, your little nephew telling you. So the little what kids telling Harry what to do. He's got more power. Stop. He's the king, essentially. He he Ella, he goes, Oh, he, once he had that boy who you know Harry, he he was rooting for a girl. Oh uh, yeah, because then it would be him. Yes, it's still he's still he's still got the power at that point. But once he's had that seed, that boy seed, it 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 trumps Harry. No power. Wow. Yeah, I guess that'd be kind of in that family kind of sad. Little ten, ten year old tell me, you know, and where all I the need maids are looking at you, and and it's not the same as when they look at Big Brother, right. or they look at Big Brother's son. Yeah, you just that other dude who was just you were born into it. Right. See, there's a, when you've been living that for a while, you're gonna want out and want to go out and have your own. Yeah, because you never want to have any power in that family because you feel like emasculated a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Now you see how Harry feels. I get it. But what's uh, older brother's name? Charles? Charles. Is it? Isn't it Charles? Man, I don't know. I think it's Charles. I think that's the kid's name, isn't it? I think that's all their names. I think everybody's William? named Charles. Is it yeah, Prince William? It's Prince, thank you. Charles is the is the heir? I think Charles is the boy. Okay. Yeah, you need to study up on what you want to be. Well, I don't think I'm don't ever going to have to worry about it. This kind of family and what you want to join, you need to study up. They he actually kept stories, it says, from the latest reports out of his book about his brother and father. So he ain't, uh, he's trying not to sell the book with those stories. Those are the ones people want to hear. He didn't even put those in? According to this Yahoo News story on his book, he, he kept well, a lot of that out. What the hell is the book about? You know, I think it's a lot about how he broke the culture of this whole way of life. You know, To, to Jason's point... It is, you are enculturated in this thing, so for him to get out of it, and I think maybe his time in the military might have had something to do with him trying to bust the cycle a little bit, but um, yeah, I mean, he'd be busted out. That's How wild is it to do that? It's just crazy. They are not welcome to the tea party. No. Is what the, it's, uh, page six says. No, 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 no. No, he, he broke up Megan a party. This way of life to me is bananas because it's continued for so long. You know, it's like... Anything in America that we didn't break out of that comes with cycles. You know, it's like, it is, to me, so backwards. It's just so strange. But, I mean, it's their way of life, though, in Europe, in, in uh, England, you know? In the, in the, yeah, in the, uh, in the It's the UK. cycle, man. Imagine you, you hit the jack, to your point, John, you hit the jackpot. That's it. You are, <laughs> you did nothing but be born. I mean, I feel like that's as good as it possibly gets. Damn, I mean. Because, like, you know, even if you one day become the president, Right. You have to do things to become the president. And there are some things that you have to overcome still with that. Yeah. You know, whether you're Barack or even yeah, uh, our most recent president. Yeah. I mean, you have to, like, campaign and you yeah. have to, like, you know, go out there and get people to vote for you. There's no voting. <laughs> no. When you're born in the royal family, you just you just exist. There's no debate. You know? This is all born in the fact that you had to go out and get everything that you've earned. You, yourself, John yes. Martin. Yes. And so seeing the other side yes. where folks have given it, Silver Spoon, all that, oh, man, that would have been nice. Absolutely. But, John, if you had written the book, yeah. mm-hmm. you're going back writing the book later, your book on life, literally when we've looked back, you know that time, that the time life is short conversation you have with Jeff? Yeah. You'll be much more proud of the book you've written about John Martin. Even the guy though I'm went not out, a prince. Went out and worked and got everything, earned it his way. That's my, that's my whole point. I just think because of how you came up, you look at that and you say, Oh wow, that'd be great! Like you know, what so I'm saying? easy. Even without the power, so I'd still, easy. I'd be little prince. Yes. Right. Right. It's it's the fantasy of wow. Yes. yes. Compared yeah. to how you came up, that I think has you like that. Well, but it, it is, Harry don't look like he's happy, man. He ain't got it. Yeah. He ain't talking to his dad and his brother. Right. Right. You're, you're you're yes, you're in love, but you're on the outside looking in. You're leading your own life, but nobody seemed to give you much credit for it. And so yeah. I I don't know, man, because happiness. You cannot put a price tag on it, John. You can have all the tea and all the money. Your bank account be full. But if you don't have that happiness, man, you know, something's always going to be. My, my thing would always be. Always going to have that itch. I would always have at the back of my head. Like Stephen A. has a skill. We all agree he's talented at radio, you know, at broadcasting, at writing. He grew up. This guy, I would always have at the back of my head, I'm not really good at anything except I was, I was this. Now, that your self-worth would be tied exclusively to the fact that you were born of this family. And that's kind of no, sucky. That. Yeah, because you and I can say, all right, well, my self-worth is tied into, you know, my family that, yeah. you know, I, that I can provide for, you know, my work. You know, when Barrett Sports Media writes a glowing piece about the job you're doing, which I, I commend you for. You know, these I, are, didn't, we it's not mentioned in that piece. Well, I'm saying, though, that's what, what piece are you talking about? That's what, that's what it's about. That's how we measure Okay, our contributions to society, you know, 
Whereas if you're in a royal family, it's like everything's already done for you. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah, you didn't do much. Yeah, it's like it's just done. You know? How do you find yourself? There's no self. gratification. How do you find yourself in you that situation? You move to California with an American woman and you leave the, the, what he told himself. the royalty. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm all about people just being happy. Even if I can't understand the decision, I'm all about people being happy. That's the bottom line. And if you want a decision that's going to make somebody in your house happy, especially if they love basketball, you know where to go. Mm. Shoot. 360. Memberships available, monthly memberships, open seven days a week. It's an awesome facility, man. I've been out there tons of times. One of the things that is, 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 is pretty fun that I really had a good time doing is you can have a three-point shooting contest with people around the world uh, that are at a shoot three sixty facility in, in the United States, and you can like measure your score. You're like, oh, I was I finished second. Oh, I won this game. It's fun. It's a blast. Your kid's gonna absolutely love it if they love basketball and they're trying to get serious about it. Develop the jump shot, the passing, the dribbling. It's all there. Get out there to shoot three sixty today. Plays is super interactive, like a video game. They know what they're doing, especially those ball handling and passing drills. Your kid's gonna be sucked in. They're gonna be getting a lot better, and you're. You've got unlimited access to all that state-of-the-art training equipment, the development coaches, the weight training they've got out there. It is the best deal in town. Got all kind of membership options to fit whatever your budget is. That one-year commitment, though, probably the best overall deal, 12 months at $130 a month. Again, unlimited access. Think of how much better they'll be after three months, six months, a year at Shoot360. It's the best deal in town. Even got the eight-foot goal for the little kitties. It's the future of basketball training in Memphis. The future is now out at Shoot360. You need to go see them out at 85 Market Center Drive in Cairo. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.